recording. Okay. I did not forget. Good. <laughs> oh, we on vibrate. Oh my gosh, so many text messages. Oh, okay, Mr. Popular. <laughs> nice uh, humble brag. I mean, no big deal. I got a lot of friends, but I no joke. I get <clears throat> um summer's different. I would say more during football and basketball season. College basketball specifically, I get two fifty a day. Two fifty a day. Who's texting you? I'm in a thread with three other friends about, and it's all sports. Or they're just constantly texting about sports and coaching changes and thoughts on who might go where. And it's just, it could be a good sports podcast someday. Um, no time for that right now, though. And then just random funny things in my high school friends thread and other stuff. I sent a text today saying. Sometimes I just wish I could just yell the F word so loud at work and just be myself and show my true feelings and be mad at work and not have to be all corporate nice. And he was having events that she was mad about something. So then those guys had like 70 texts back and forth. You can't really include that. Can you yell bad words when you're around the cows or does that sour the milk? Derek, Derek, I, you saw that post I put today about how he's making us email him because his I'm phone. With, I'm with Derek. I love email. I'm on Team Derek. <laughs> it was yeah, like go buy a new phone. You make too much money to be going and getting an old one that the charger doesn't even take getting it fixed. And apparently, out in Boston, everything takes five you, times longer than here. Don't be counting at somebody else's money. <laughs> He'll spend his money on what he wants. Good call. I should do that. that but you're responsible. But. Uh, <laughs> I love email, so I'm with Derek. I w- we all should be emailing more. Huh. All right. I hate that email has basically become like correspondence from companies that you bought one thing from like 10 years ago, yeah. and they're still emailing you. It used to be like, let me open up my email and see who, <laughs> who sent me a letter. Yeah. And now it's just like, where is the unsubscribe button on this crap? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah. And uh, have I ever told you my story about my first email? No. Uh, I'd love to know. I was at, uh, I may have told this story, but I'll tell it again. Okay. On vacation mm-hmm. at a resort in Minnesota, little cabins, all that stuff. There's a lodge. I'm like 12, maybe. And the girl working the lodge is. I think you've told me. She's hot. I want to hear this. She's hot. Her name's Jenna. She she's hot. She's so hot. Jenna Drake, if you're out there somewhere. Mm. Um, I didn't know how to keep in touch with her once the week was over. I think she was being nice to me and just like, you know, like an older girl would like ruffle your hair and call you sport. I think she was more doing that. I, I totally thought she was into me. Um, so then I asked my cousin, Matt, who was in high school. I said, how do I how do I like keep in touch with her after this week? And he's like, well, just get an email address and email her. And I'm like, where do I sign up for that? He said, just get one at hotmail.com. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell her my email address is hotmail.com. Like <laughs> that just sounds like creepy. Yeah. Like, and who, well, I'm not going to call myself a hot male. <laughs> and he's like, he was just like, so he's like, no it, mail is like M A I L. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I, cause I heard, I heard it as hot mail. Yeah. I, what, what I just like, well, how would a girl respond if she was like, what's your email address? You're like Ryan at hotmail.com or hot guy. Okay, buddy. So yeah, my first time hearing about hotmail, I was really confused. Yeah. My first email name was my nickname with a number behind it back then. And it would be taken inappropriately now. Mm. It was pedo 807 at hotmail.com. That's really bad. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Yeah. Uh, this is a new episode of Backroads and Bonfires, and we're in the Vista Paint Studios. We are in the Vista Paint Studios. Number one place for lacquer. Number one place for 
acrylic paint. Number one place for stain. Sorry, latex acrylic. We got oil-based stains. We got we got everything, man. You get into Vista Paints, you will get taken care of. Great product, great prices, yep. great service. Mm-hmm. Um, can I be super blunt? Yeah. If you're buying your paint somewhere else, you're just kind of a dum-dum. <laughs> you are. Like, what you're are you doing? Money. Figure it out. Yeah. Go get the highest quality stuff. Yep. You can look at a T-bone by sticking your head up a bull's butt, but wouldn't you rather take the butcher's yeah. word for it? It's like... Uh, it's like the old saying, measure twice, cut once. You just only want to have to buy paint once. You don't want to buy it somewhere else and then go to the right place. Yeah. Why do you want to paint the same thing multiple times with crappier paint? Exactly. Just go to Vista Paints so you don't have to paint it a million times because they're because the other guy's paint stinks. Amen. So get into Vista Paints. Mention the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. You get 10% off Ten. your order. A tan. Tan. <laughs> you can't beat that, folks. I have a shout out. Ooh. Myron Hinkleday. Oh, I love Myron. Longtime listener. Father uh, of Tom. Uh, yeah, Tommy Trumpets, Tommy Pickles, father. Also, father of mine. Bam, 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 a little bam. Everclear Where reference. Where have you been? So Tom texted me and said, uh, maybe he texted both of us, but just said that Myron was laughing pretty hard at our uh, yeah. sports fails. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of stories of Myron as a coach. I... Uh, Pretty confident I could not have played for him. I don't think I was mentally tough enough. <laughs> so Myron, it sounds like, ran a very tight ship in the youth sports world. <laughs> yes. And uh, he'd have made a man out of me. Yeah. Let's put it that way. So <laughs> Shout out. We got to get over there and just hang out with him sometime. Speaking of uh, people that we know, Joel Corlew had an idea for this podcast. He told me this last night. Okay, I want to hear it. He said that we need to have every episode be sponsored by one random person that we're friends with or know, and then it could be strangers eventually as we grow, charge them 50 bucks an episode and say, after we say Vista Paints and all that, say it's also brought by this person. We mention their name, and then we just talk about them and say nice things about them for five minutes and have them give us 50 bucks to have a bunch of people here say good things about them. It feels dirty. It feels like it's... Anything for money, though. (laughs) That... that that philosophy will get you off base very quickly in life. <laughs> Anything for money. No, I do think it's a worthy idea. Yeah. Um, would you pay a podcast like fifty bucks for them to talk about how great you are? If I had, if I was, if I had something in my life that could maybe get like a return, like a business, I'd do it. But I'd also just like to hear people say cool things about me because I am an egomaniac. Maybe if you lowered the dollar amount, twenty five, and. Yeah, well, they could send us a script, you know, that basically a super, you know, juiced up Wikipedia entry that is full of lies and exaggerations about Mm -hmm. their accomplishments and how awesome they were. (laughs) We had a we had a friend in college named Adam, not different Adam. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, was I there? He's he was one of the best looking people we ever met. Oh, makes Um, sense. We wrote a fake Wikipedia page about him that said things like his thighs are as thick as redwoods and, you know, chiseled this and that. And uh, it was up for like less than a half hour and Wikipedia like took it down and was like, don't do this. Well, that's no fun. (laughs) Wikipedia is on top of things. Wow. I couldn't believe how on top of it they are. That That is like like fast response. Two, you know, chuckleheads, me and my friend Derek write this wikipedia post about an obscure college kid in minnesota and it was down <laughs> fast uh, well i'll have to explore that avenue joel did say he'd throw 50 bucks our way and we could just say nice things about him okay i'm all for this idea if yeah. this is if he's really gonna pay 50 yeah. i realize for a cfo 50 dollars is like he probably yeah. cleans his teeth with a 50 dollar bill <laughs> and then throws it in the garbage afterward because he is he is uh he's big time he's a big timer were you gonna say something there uh, no, I was, you're getting ready to raise your hand. Almost. Was I? Maybe I was just doing some <laughs> wrist flexion. Hey, I uh, noticed when I came in because people don't realize we're recording this on the night of Snowpocalypse 2024. Yes. This is stupid. It's been we, too much snow lately. Okay, it snowed for the first time like all winter this week, yeah. and it's too much for you. I shouldn't whine. Um, it's like Snowpocalypse or Snowmageddon mixed with polar vortex of death this weekend (laughs) yes we're trying to get this recorded to beat the storm i walk up to your place your truck is just running outside Uh uh-huh 
You're just going to leave it running for the whole time we're in here? Uh-huh. And it ran for the whole time I was at church earlier for rehearsal, too. Do Almost you, two hours straight. Do you care at all about the environment? No. Is that a diesel? Yeah. What would Greta Thunberg say? Just send any missions into the air. Greta Thunberg would say, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you have know, robbed me of my childhood. How dare you? There's been days before that baby just runs 12 hours. Like tomorrow when I'm at the farm, I'm going to start it, drive and do chores and everything, and then I'm going to leave it running until I'm done for the day. Wow. You so are cold. I don't want the baby to gel up. I just want her to stay warm. I'm probably being dramatic. Wow. I could shut it off for a while, and it takes diesels a long time to get really cold again. So I could start it up again, let it chill for a bit, but I just leave it. You are an environmental terrorist. Probably You're probably going to go like fuel. throw a car battery into Storm Lake and then smother a whooping crane under your arm. <laughs> a whooping crane. <laughs> uh, Greta, what, my apologies. What was that, what you just did? I don't know. You were just like, ha ha, whooping crane. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, is that the CTE kicking in? <laughs> Sometimes I'm, I'm a messed up person. At some point in this episode, I'm going to do to you what you just did to me, and you're going to realize how awkward it was. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, man. So last night, I just watched two hours straight of ASMR videos while I laid in bed before I fell asleep. Oh, I didn't realize you were up. <laughs> I love that stuff so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. For sure. <laughs> Uh, I just I just love watching these people put stuff over their highly sensitive mic and make their nail noises. That's so weird. Noises. It's so weird, dude. One lady had a plastic spoon and she was moving it around on the mic and she's making this incredible noise. I just love laying there listening to it. It's the best. I feel like if people traveled from the past to now and heard that, they would be like, "What? What is wrong with people in the future?" Like. I don't know. I just feel like where have we gotten to as a society where we are comforted by somebody rubbing a plastic spoon on a microphone <laughs> like that? That's like the stuff you read about in like dystopian novels that from like 50 years ago about what the future is going to be. Oh, yeah. I'm weird. <laughs> uh, you want to know what an awesome one is? They put shaving. They put plastic over their mic, tape it on there, put a rubber band around it so it seals it. And they put a bunch of shaving cream on there. They start moving it around with like a really small brush of some sorts. Oh, and the noise it makes. And then you make a little cradle or crater and they put pop rocks in it. And then you hear the pop rocks start to pop while they move the shaving cream around. Oh, goosebumps. It's hard to figure out why you're single. <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> ASMR like, and foot skin. <laughs> that is a serial killer behavior. Straight to jail. I need to write that down. Like just... <laughs> What? I'm starting to figure out what you're saying. That's a great title. Just the <laughs> like how do you even like broach that on like a first date? Like, oh, what do you do for entertainment? I watch people put shaving cream in pop rocks on microphones <laughs> and I just listen to it. It's like check please. <laughs> Didn't realize I was having dinner with Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh boy. I am a character. That's one way to put it. Yep. Um, our friend Jared Elson. Big E. That was a wonderful human. I love Jared. Um, I've got to know him more and more through you, and it's it's a wonderful man, and I'm glad that I'm friends with him. Jared is a great American. Yeah. I think you guys should all – I think it would be funny if all of you just friended Jared on, like, Facebook or Instagram and didn't, like, just flood the guy with friend requests. Yep. His name is Jared Elson. E-L-S-E-N. And J-A-R-E-D. J-A-R-E-D. Um, if there's more than one Jared, it's the one with unnaturally long arms for his body shape. Yeah. Jared has alien arms. Yeah. Um, just look for the most Wisconsin-looking type guy. Yeah. Um, he is, if it's his, if he's got his family portrait, which I think he does on Instagram, he's got um, his lovely wife, the great Natsby. And then he's got a couple of uh, couple of offspring. He's got a little brood going. A little brood. But, uh, little scotty brood. Just go friend Jared because the content's great and you'll get a look at his his life in Wisconsin. And, and we're growing the friends of the pod. Yep. So he, uh, he occasionally sends me 
a text only to me. Sometimes to both of us. Oh, this has happened? Like the, It's he, broken off into a separate well, text group? He doesn't need me because, to be the... He doesn't need me to be a conduit anymore? Because he gives me ideas for things he wants me to ask you on the pod, but oh. he wants it to be a surprise. Oh, okay. So do you have some so things? So I'm going to bring one of those. Oh, here. no. I'm going to occasionally just sprinkle them in every now and then. I wonder if this is about bean scoop value. No, this okay. is the one. He said, he said, I have a great would you rather that I want you to ask Burke. Okay. And maybe it's an easy one for you. Okay. But he says, ask Burke... Would you rather have the Braves win two more World Series in your lifetime or have the Supersonics return to the NBA? Braves, two more World Series. All right. That easy, huh? Um, I wouldn't say it was easy. I just – I love baseball. I don't love basketball. I love the Sonics. But if it was the Sonics come back and win an NBA Finals – that might make it a little tougher, um, but it's. I feel like if you don't have one of like the four good players in the NBA, you just have no shot. Yeah, you're very right. There. So if they come back, they're probably going to be bad for a while. Mm-hmm. But and they have to wear the old '90s uniforms. I don't That's want amazing. them to wear the ones they wore right before they folded with Kevin Garnett. Those were really ugly. I've been wanting to get me one, a vintage Sonics jersey. I have a Sean Kemp one. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, Big E, thank you for the question. Um, there's more to come in the future, but I don't I don't want to overuse them. I want to sprinkle them in here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one more thing to get to here, and then we can start unless you have some thoughts. Uh, what is it with high school boys Uh-oh. and thinking that their scraggly facial hair looks good? We all did it. Too much horrible high school boy facial hair. It's got to go. I did not because mine was bad. I'm just like staring at your mustache right now, and it's not exactly full. No, it's the reverse Hitler. Oh, because the middle it is. Grow in the, it comes in the middle, but you have to get close in the mirror to see it. Okay. It's getting there slowly but surely. I have had some friends tell me it took like eight years for the middle to fill in. My middle's filled in, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I did not grow this until like three years ago. And I, sh- I go three days max on the beard, then shave it because my beard does not look good. Uh, facial hair in high school, does never your, had any. Does your beard not grow up on your cheeks? No. Oh, it's a neared? Yeah, it just stops down here. It's yeah, horrible. You can't, yeah. It's got to come up here. Like, people that grow them down here, it makes me sick. I had a Gross. high school, I had a high school, we, we weren't friends, and it was like an aggressive neck beard. Uh-huh. Like, aggressive. It was, uh, it was something to behold, I'll tell you that. Do you think it's because, like, they want to feel like they're becoming a man or it's like a impresses girls or like they feel like they're a step of, ahead of their peers now if they have facial hair and their friends don't. Maybe they're bad at shaving. It's kind of intimidating if you don't know what you're mm, doing. That could be true. I had I sometimes in high school would let a little bit on my chin grow. Yeah, that's but the, like just on the chin. That's the starting point. I actually I can't remember the first time I went full beard. It had to have been college where I even attempted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had like five friends in high school who could grow legit beards when we were like 16. I was jealous. I wasn't jealous. I don't remember wanting facial hair in high school. It was kind of annoying that it was something I had to take care of now. Yeah. But I could not grow. I can grow a really thick mustache now. Yeah. I could not grow. I could not grow it like that in high school. Yeah. My dad could grow really good facial hair. Actually, all my brothers and I can. Mm. I think this is the best it's ever going to get for me. I'm never going to be able to do a beard. I really wish I could because I want to do one someday. But it... what about like mutton chops? Well, could you? Do, that's I, a th- that's I a had th- a little th- bit of sideburns for a little bit when I was in high school. I feel like uh, I don't think they look good. I'm not a sideburn guy. Remember how great the Rock sideburns were for a oh, while? Yeah, those were really good. Yeah, shout out to uh, Thomas Hansen, loyal friend and listener. Of this oh pod. yeah, he had sideburns and they were bad. I did not like them. And wow. he and I, I've told him this, so he's going to hear this and be like. Yeah, sideburn phase, not good. I feel like I've seen pictures of him with sideburns, and I don't think it looked that bad. No, I mean, he were, they were thick and came in good. Are you, and he's just a good-looking guy. Is this a little bit of jealousy on your part? Could be. There might be some jealousy mass behind this hate I'm throwing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Are you still mad? Was it you that Thomas hit with a baseball in the middle of a game? Right in the nards. <laughs> Left field to third base, direct shot. I think this is where this is stemming from. It could be. This guy hit you in the daddy button with a baseball <laughs> once, and you've never gotten over it. Just smoked me. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You want to get into the meat? Sure. We gotta, it's going to be a very nostalgic episode. 
First of all, I sent you a message on Instagram if you want to open it of this picture I'm going to discuss. Okay. I probably could have just texted it to you. It would have been easier. But that's all right. So the other day I'm on Instagram and I saw this thing said, I'm this old, 2000s edition. And it took me back straight up to high school and maybe late junior high. And I just wanted to, it has the inflatable, first of all, see that pink couch in the middle? I'm still trying to open it. Oh, whoops. I was checking some texts. <laughs> Whoa, I got four plus messages from Brad Elder on Instagram. Oh. You know, whenever he sends me that many, it's like 10 really funny memes in a row. Like, it's going to be a good batch. Heck yes. Sometimes I see that I have like a bunch from him and I go, oh, I'm going to wait till tonight when I, I can settle in and really, really yep. savor these. Okay. you. Uh, it's low. The picture is loading. Okay. Um, I have one bar of service. Oh, that's the, not good. In the Vista Paint you Studio. You want to connect to the fuzzy oboe? Is that the name of your wife? Have I been on your Wi-Fi before? Uh-huh. Okay. You have been. I am on. Okay. Okay, I see the picture. That pic- I sent you this once. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh. But what do you want to talk about? Well, I just... Uh, all of it. Like, that pink couch in the middle. It's is inflatable. That, is that the inflatable stuff you were talking about? Oh, yeah. I had a lot of inflatable furniture. How did they blow up? With air. Like, just you blow them up like with your mouth, like you blow up a beach ball? With your mouth, or you could just get like a little basketball and pump. And they were sturdy enough to sit on. Yes. Just get a little basketball pump. See the OG oh, N64 controller in there? Yeah. I also see um, a T-Mobile sidekick. I know, the sidekicks. Those things were crazy. Is that a Beyblade? <laughs> Ooh, there's there's the original iPad, uh, iPod. I had an iPod mini, like the no color scheme screen razor scooter hit my ankle on one of those yep. a couple times trying to scoot scoot and what is this y2k bar thing where that green thing on the left upper left it says y2k no, bar that's called a yak back it's a little voice recorder thing <laughs> it says yak back yeah dude i thought it said y2k come bar. on figure it out <laughs> there's the chunky girl's shoes uh, thumb drives. I remember in college always having to save my papers on thumb drives. Yep. The original massive Xbox controller, which was the best version of that controller. I loved how big it was. It just fit your hands perfectly. I know, and that was the first controllers that like rumbled in your hand, right? Um, no. PS2 had the rumble ones, too. Can uh, you tell me what Kozoa is? Kozoa? Where am I looking at? Right below the Xbox controller. Oh, Kazaa. Oh, that's Kaza. It's Kazaa. What is wrong with me? I, I think you can't read. Uh, you might be illiterate. Uh, Kazaa was like a music downloading service, yeah, kind of like LimeWire. Oh, you had it? I had Kaza. Kazaa. Oh, it's Kazaa? That's what we all called oh, it. I called it Kaza. Anyway, this, what's below the Slinky? What is that? That's the T-Mobile sidekick. Oh. I said it earlier, and you were like, oh, yeah, the sidekick. Yeah, I was just going along with you. Yeah, you... <laughs> you God dang it. You can't send me something and be like, this is what's amazing. You send this to me like, oh, the nostalgia. You haven't known what like eight of these things even are. You're nostalgic for stuff you don't even know what it is. I'm nostalgic for the era. I'm a weirdo. Pokemon cards are dumb. Pokemon's yeah. dumb. I'm Very sorry. Dumb. If you dumb. like Pokemon out there, you know, send me all your hate mail, whatever. It's dumb. What's above the yak back? What is that? Oh, is that, that a recorder? No, that's the hit clips. So, oh, I remember the little those. cartridge went in there and it played like 20 seconds of a song. Yeah, and there's, I think that's in sync. It's a lot front. of in sync backstreet, backstreet boys and Britney. Yep. Remember that boot down there in the bottom left? Every girl had those boots. Those are Uggs boots. They still do wear them, I think. They were huge when we were in college. I don't know what it was above that Uggs boot. That's the Beyblade. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm, yeah, those are the things you spin yeah. and they fight. This, this thing that just took me back to, it was just. It was like we were reaching the end of the greatest era of America. I don't like know. I think America was 2000s. already still in. De- America was already in decline at this point. Probably. What's happening? Oops! I started playing music. My bad. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, anyway, I just people are probably listening. Be like, oh my gosh! Can we see the picture? I'll post this picture. Yeah, it's basically like you notice how bright everything is too. It's very brightly colored. Yeah, very very bright. You got the digital camera and a beanie baby down low. Clutch. You know what? I'm sorry for hating on Pokemon. Some people like Pokemon. I just didn't get it. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Yeah. The original Macintosh is in there, or one of them. That's not the original. That's the iMac. Oh, my bad. The original Macintosh is from like the 80s. Mm. Yep. This is the one we all had in our school computer lab because Apple figured out if they give schools massive deals on computers, all the students will grow up using Mac and then probably buy a Mac when they get on their own. 
Talk about a great business decision. Smart. Great decision. There's a Von Dutch hat. Remember how popular those Von Dutch trucker hats were? Yes, I love those. Those were so awesome. That was a fun trip down memory lane. That was. Um, Before we... You know, let's just go right into it. If there's time at the end, we'll do this ranking. I want to get right into our next meaty Mm. Mm. subject. The other day, um, someone posted something, or someone sent this to me on Instagram and said, if Back to the Future took place today, right now, Marty would travel back to 1994. And so I thought, what would Marty see? They said, you guys need to discuss this on the podcast because I think it'd be entertaining. So 94 was a year full of a oh, lot of stuff. Marty would find himself caught up in like the OJ chase. Yes. Marty would find himself like riding shotgun in the white Bronco. <laughs> Can you imagine he comes back and all of a sudden <laughs> he's just... So how does it work? Okay. Full disclosure, I've never seen... I know the premise. I've never seen any of the Back to the Future movies. Wow. That's shameful. So is he just going back in time to try to do something or just see what's happening? He goes back in time. Okay, I said it. I've seen him. I'm trying to remember the plot. Yeah, he he goes back in time. No, Doc. Yeah, Doc takes him back in time. And I feel like at first, maybe he has a reason for being there. I don't know. I know he runs into his mom. There's a weird thing with his mom. And his dad is played by like Crispin Glover. Yep. Crispin. But I his mom is played by Leah Thompson, who's a total Betty back then. Um, I, I just don't remember why. I remember he had to get back because mm-hmm. you don't want to get trapped in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it a couple years ago. I need to watch them. They're I know, like classics I, know. I should watch. And then the second one, he goes to the future. Yep. And the third one, he goes to the Wild West, and I had no interest in ever watching that. It was so clearly a money grab. Yep. Yeah, so he goes back. There's the O.J. Simpson drama going on. So he's going to come back, and he's going to be like, Oh, this is crazy. This NFL, you know, Hall of Famer level guy is going on a speed, high speed chase that's going not, 28 not, miles per hour. Yeah, not, say not high speed. He's just going on a chase and it ends back at his house where he just gives up. But I just, man, I remember being in my mom's bedroom while she was putting away laundry, I think, watching it on like a little maybe 10 inch TV. Was Mary big a big antennas. OJ fan? Was she like, the juice is loose? <laughs> oh, I just. It's one of those, you know where you were when you're watching that thing happen moments. Mm-hmm. What about you? Where were you? Do you remember where you were? No, but my memory of the OJ thing was when I was in school on the playground, this girl, Jenna Hutzel, had a portable radio and we listened to the OJ verdict, Oh, which was so weird because we were just elementary school kids. And I remember she was like, you guys, he's innocent. They found him innocent. And we were all like... Whoa! And I was like, looking back, I'm like, why? Why did we care about the verdict in a murder trial? We were elementary kids. Yeah, it was amazing. But how he was enamored. We were the whole th- the whole thing was just all over the news. I mean, I can even tell you now the judge's name was Judge Ito. Yep. Yeah, Judge Lance Ito. I think Lance was his first name, which yep. was kind of surprising. Uh, and then you had uh, Cato Kalen. The yep. house guest, yep. who I always confuse his name with the Iowa State basketball player, Kelvin Cato. <laughs> Kelvin Cato. I always confuse those two. Before I ever say one of their names, I'm always like, wait, which one is it? I want to get this right. Kelvin Cato, man. Um, a blast from the past. I remember, what was the the prosecutor's name with the curly perm? Marsha? Marsha yeah, something. Marsha. Marsha something. Yeah, and then representing him was like Kardashian. Shapiro. Yep. And um, Johnny Cochran. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was a, oh man, that was wild. Um, you know what else he'd see in 1994? He'd see one of the greatest acts of love ever professed by Jeff Galuli. Oh, when he just, <laughs> when he takes the, what is it, a lead pipe or something? I think it was a lead pipe. Takes it to Tanya or to Nancy Kerrigan's knee and tries to, smoker and take her out i remember the video of her yelling like why why just grabbing her knee yep. and then nancy kerrigan got like really famous off that yes she ended up like hosting snl too yep and tanya harding unfortunately got famous for all the wrong reasons even though i, I gotta then, be honest with you i do kind of feel bad for her because no. she covered it up and like no. said she, but she like didn't want them to do it she tried stopping them and they just still <laughs> did their own thing those guys were i remember doofuses i remember that when the movie I Tanya came out, yeah, 
And then like she got invited to like the Oscars or something. Yep. And Nancy Kerrigan released a statement that was really, I thought, a good point. She's like, this is like ridiculous. This woman tried to end my skating career and now she's at the Oscars. Because somebody's like because somebody's like rehabilitating her image. Yeah. Those guys kind of Do like, you really think Tanya Harding had no part in that? Well, I, I, she like apparently wanted them to not do it and tried stopping them. But then when they. Yeah, but was she like, no, don't, don't, then don't she do like, it. Yeah, who knows for sure. I do. I do feel kind of bad for her because her family and everyone around her was so trash and she was so elite at what she did. And she was just she got out of it, still made it to the Olympics and everything. And I, I got to I wish she would have. I wish it would have ended better for her. I think at the end of the day, I'm team Nancy Kerrigan. I probably am, too. But I wish it would have ended better. for. I don't like when like potentially amazing all time potential and sports doesn't get reached because of interference of. Something like that, or like a injury, it just bums me out to no end. Right, I hate it so much. But like Tony Canigliaro, what <laughs> baseball player that got like oh, hit in the face? Poor guy. I'm trying to think, who are some other athletes? That, what What'd you do? Did you just I, delete the whole thing? No, but I'm hitting buttons. I need to stop. Yeah, you need to stop. Is Get it still rolling? Right still rolling. What are some other athletes that? That's ended too soon. Oh man, too many. I mean, um, Len, Len Bias. Yeah. I think of like um, Kwame Brown. <laughs> Kwame Brown. Hashim Thabit. <laughs> Kwame Brown got in like a. I remember when he got in like a a verbal war with Stephen A. Smith. Kwame Stephen Brown Smith made a lot of ridiculous. money. He did. Okay, who else? Who else is like? A, I mean, truly. Dude, this is like I can't think of it. Why can't I think of it? Oh, I can think of a big one. Um, uh, Bo Jackson, not Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Yeah, his hip thing. And he would have. Potentially been Hall of Fame in two sports, and that that hit he took, which looked like a routine hit. The guy fell and like pulled his hip out of socket. Yep, dang it! But Bo Jackson was a big one. Obviously, you got Theismann, Joe Theismann, nasty. Well, Tiger Woods, but he was he had already had an unbelievable run before all of his injuries started happening. I think he maybe a huge gap though before he won the nineteen Masters. Len Bias is probably one of the biggest examples. The thirty for thirty on him without bias, really good, amazing. Sad. I can think of athletes though where you go, they were still good, but how good could they have been if they stayed healthy? Oh, like Grant Hill. There's one. Mickey Mantle. Yep. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, Griff- Griffey hit 600 homers and he was hurt a lot. Yep. We never saw Mantle on two good legs his entire career. Nope, we didn't. Um, Mike Trout. Mike Trout's been hurt a lot. Yep. Uh, yeah, everyone said Grant Hill would have gone down as one of the best all time, but his injuries started hitting him hard after like year three. Probably Sean Kemp if he didn't gain like 100 pounds and have like <laughs> 45 kids. I mean, uh, in the 95 96 finals, Sean Kemp was the best player on the court. And, like, imagine if he'd had a longer peak. Yep. How about Kerry Wood and Mark Pryor? Yep. Remember how dominant they were? Remember how they said, like, Mark Pryor was, like, had, like, perfect form? Yep. And then elbow injuries started getting to him. And it was game of Gale Sayers. Dang. That's a bummer. How How about Tom Hinkledye? Imagine if you hadn't whipped that rock off his shins. Yeah. he's What he could have been. Probably is a state champion. Yeah. In track, and I ruined it. Yeah. Man. If you don't whip that rock off his shins and then get absolutely verbally dressed down by Myron Hinkledye, <laughs> imagine what Tom could have been. He probably uh, would have been this generation's Carl Lewis. <laughs> I miss the days when other people's parents were allowed to scream at kids that weren't their own. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, so this got me thinking. 1994 was right in the middle of prime figure skating days. So he, <laughs> figure skating. He's gonna come back and he's gonna he's gonna see Elvis Stoyakovich, Oksana Bayul. Remember that name? Yes, I remember Oksana Nancy Bayul. Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding. Remember Philippi Candeloro? I remember him. Mm, little bit. I remember Tara Lipinski. Tara Lipinski. Scott. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Scott Hamilton. Scott Hamilton. Brian Boitano. What would Brian Boitano do? Paul Wiley. If he were here right now, he'd probably kick or two that's what brian boitano do i uh and paul wiley and the last one i had written down uh and michelle kwan came on late 90s into the early 2000s and went down as the greatest of all time but my initial like celebrity crush just loved her to death christy yamaguchi 
<laughs> I don't blame you. Whew. Babe. I liked Oksana Bayul. Yeah. Um, Just sitting in the living room at the farm with mom watching figure skating. Like, who is a recent good figure skater for the U.S.? Couldn't tell you. They used to be like no. America's sweetheart. Yeah. And then I feel like gymnasts just took over. It was yep. it was Gabby it was now. Gabby Douglas. It was Sean Johnson. It was um oh Simone what was yes yeah, Simone Biles. But I'm thinking earlier uh, Dominique Dawes and uh, Carrie Strug. Remember she yep. landed that thing on her bad ankle, and then turns out we didn't even need her points. Uh, <laughs> don't don't diminish Carrie. It's true. And then wasn't her uh, wasn't her coach end up being kind of a weirdo? Oh, the, some bad stuff went down. What was the mustache Caroli. guy from like yeah, Bella Caroli. Bella Caroli. Their yeah. their headquarter thing is in Des Moines. Oh, that's yeah. That's why so many of Sean Johnson trained there. Yeah, yeah. And she's from Des Moines, and that's why so many go and live in Des Moines and go to school there and train there. Oh, we also had Dominic Mociano. Yeah. She was good. Yeah. I remember oh, and Shannon Miller. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't believe Isn't it crazy how we remember these we athletes are pulling, from our childhood? We are pulling 90s US gymnast names out <laughs> like it's nothing. Like we're not even breaking a sweat here. Uh I remember too, like in but the it's 90s. The women that you remember, not the men. Not a single guy. No. Nope. Um that's because the guys don't have as interesting of events. Like I don't want to watch the pommel horse. Yep. And I don't want to watch the parallel bars. I want to watch the uneven bars. Yep. Um she was the uh, Maroni. Kayla Maroney. Yeah, she was part of the Fab Five or whatever they call there themselves. There was Kayla Maroney, and then what was the girl that was very similar to her? I can't remember her name, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, uh, Allie Reisman. Yeah, there um, it is. <clears throat> I can remember in the 90s, on like a Saturday in the winter, when there's like nothing sports programming to show, mm-hmm. NBC just showing like a gymnastics event yeah. with like Olympic hopefuls. And being like, well, I guess I'm watching this because there's no other sports on. It's this or a food dehydrator infomercial. So I guess I'll watch this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just watching like Dominique Dawes and Shannon Miller just go just ham. Tear it up. Just go ham on the vault or the floor exercise. I love that. It's good stuff. Um, oh, who is? Oh, there's one other one I'm thinking of. She did a lot of subway ads and she was Sean Johnson's teammate. She was blonde. Yeah, I know you're talking about and I cannot think yes. of the name. It's going to drive on. me crazy. It's like it's like Natalia or it won't come to me. We're gonna, you're very close. I know I'm very close. Um, Nadia Comaneci. Nadia. No, that was back in the day. Nadia Comaneci was the Romanian one yeah, that, that scored right. like a perfect ten, yeah. right? Yep. Um, hold on a second. Oh, Nastia Lukin. Nastia. Nastia Lukin. Duh. She was part of the Fab Five, right? Yep. Hey, do you remember in she the was. Do you remember in the '90s watching um, speed skating? Oh, yeah. And Bonnie Blair and Dan oh, Jansen. Yeah. Those guys are crazy. For some reason, so me, fast. me and my brother kept like a Des Moines register with the front page of like, was one of them from Iowa? Was uh, Dan Jansen or the, Bonnie Blair from Iowa? ties to Iowa, I think. Yeah. And then the last the last time we had a speed skater we cared about was Apollo Anton Ono. Yeah, I remember him. He was like all the rage going into the 20, would have been like 2012 Winter Olympics or 2008. I am, I'm having... Like big time nostalgia, missing um, Sports Illustrated for kids. Yeah, my parents got us a subscription to that, and every month it was like amazing to get that. It was like yep. that in the East Bay catalog. But glory days, reading the letters to the editor when they would send like cool artwork in, and there was always like an Olympic issue with like these these people on the front, right? Mm-hmm. It's always those kind of people. And then being super pumped when like one of your favorite athletes was on the cover. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the cards that came in it too? Oh yeah, they weren't worth anything, yeah. but it was super exciting to get like a John Elway. Yeah, SI for kids. I'd go to, uh, I'd go over to Storm Lake, go to Paige's bookstore in Storm Lake, and my mom and sister would look through magazines and books, and then I'd just get, I'd always buy uh, Slam, oh. SI for kids, and uh, Game Informer. Remember Source. Game Informer. The source. source. Isn't that hip hop? No, there was one that had like, it was about like skating and stuff. Like, and I love sitting and looking at the skateboarding magazine. Can't remember what it was called though. Dang. Was, I wasn't, I loved it. I wasn't into skateboarding back then. Yeah, um, not not enough to know their publications. Um, I would get Game Informer and look for cheat codes. Mm. And I loved reading about upcoming video games that were coming out because mm-hmm. you couldn't get that information anywhere else. Like, we couldn't surf the internet yet. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was waiting for like the new SmackDown video game to come out, like 
begging my mom to buy me this Game Informer issue because they had a whole story on the upcoming WWF game. And I was like, I I had to consume every piece of information I could on it. Yep. My friend Eric and I would go to IGN.com. Remember IGN? Yeah. And with our crappy school internet, we would try to download like one 10-second video because they had released like a 10-second video of like a ladder match on SmackDown. And we were like losing our minds at this 10-second video. We're like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be able to play ladder matches. Oh, man. And it, it, pour, one out, pour one out for those days. It took like an entire class period in Miss Nelson's class in the back of the room on her iMac well, yeah, to see one, so like literally one 10-second video. Man, how did we... How are we so impatient nowadays? Because we had to be so patient back then. Honestly, if a video buffers for like one second, I want to put my fist through the wall. Same. I can't handle it. High speed internet has ruined us. It has. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When you were waiting for a video game to come out, any sort of information was like manna from heaven. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You'd read like one little thing of like, they're going to be this game mode or this vehicle will be in there that you can drive. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, SI for kids. Uh, well, middle school Ryan was an avid reader of Pool and Billiard Monthly. That is a true story. Yeah. And there was all the girly magazines, 17 and Teen Bop and all them. Tiger Beat? Yeah. Did your sister get those? Oh, yeah. She was all about it when Devin Sawa and Jonathan Taylor Thomas were in there. And did you did you ever um, steal them and look for like fashion, uh, like inspiration? Like, what's JTT wearing? I got a copy. <laughs> yeah. What kind of button up is he wearing? Do I go buttoned or unbuttoned? Did your sister take the posters out and put them on her wall? Yes. Her poster, her walls were covered. Couldn't see any, what do you call it, plaster? Drywall, maybe? Yeah, you couldn't see any drywall. What? Just posters. And and did she have like a go-to guy? JTT. JTT, and, yeah. And then, and then it became Hanson. Oh, yeah. My sister and two of my cousins were all about Hanson. They've been to like four concerts. I, I assume the concert is just one song long. There's just because they just they've had been, the one they've, song, they've gone right? And seen them as adults now too, and it's just one song, and then the concert's over, right? <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, well, you can uh, May tenth, nineteen ninety four. If he would have traveled back at the right time, he could have watched John Wayne Gacy get executed. <laughs> May tenth, ninety four. John Wayne Gacy. I watched a documentary on him. He was. Creep. Yeah, and also like master manipulator. One of those guys. All I these could, guys are, I guess. I could tell from the interviews he did. He thought he was pretty smart. Yeah, but he wasn't. But he thought he was. Yeah. Spent some time in Iowa. Yeah, Waterloo. Waterloo. Jinx. Just wild. I said jinx. You can't talk. So <clears throat> now that Adams can't talk, now I can finally take over the pod like I wanted. Um. <clears throat> no, he and he always denied it. Even though those mountains of evidence, like yeah. people's bodies under his house, he was yeah. always like, uh, yeah, that was those uh, guys I had working for me. They did that. And um, yeah, he was just it's like, buddy, you ain't that smart. No, he was disgusting. Um, Big, big movie. All time. Number one. Disney Hold on. movie. Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. 94. Highest Lion selling King. VHS of all time. Yes. A, a legendary, legendary movie. It's so good. It's sad. Good. I think it's probably the first time kids were introduced to violence. At least nineties kids. That's not true. But well, like death and stuff when he drops him. That's probably been there's probably some wrestling in there. Yeah, like and stuff. What about like jaws and stuff? <laughs> That's true. Somebody gets like torn in half. <laughs> um when I went to Disneyland, we had some family that we went and visited and they just surprised us with day passes to Disneyland. They did this thing where um at the there's like this part of the park where it's like a looks like a, a harbor or something. They they have these jets in the water that shoot water in these different patterns, mm-hmm. and they can shoot water in like a thin stream over and over. It it basically forms like a screen of water, and then they project onto the water. What? Yeah, that's wild. And uh, they were projecting Disney movie things with songs and the sound systems incredible, and then. At like the climax of it, it was this Mufasa dies scene, oh. and Simba's like, "Dad, Dad!" and like all the music cut out, and you just hear Simba's voice echoing. And like, Sad. I'm not afraid to admit, I got a little misty in there. Yeah, it got a real misty. In How there, could it actually. not? Jeez. Yeah, 
That's depressing. Gosh, that movie is so good. First time I watched it. I, I haven't seen grandma's. it in a long time. I am. I kind of feel like watching it. I know. It same. was one of the few VHSs we had of Disney because we were all guys. We had said brothers. So like not really. We're not really the demo for Disney when it's all princesses. Oh, yeah, we had a lot. We had Lion King and Aladdin. Those were like the two. Yeah, that's all we had. We had that Jungle Book, Pocahontas, Hunter One Dalmatians. I my favorite ones are probably Lion King, Aladdin, my Mount Rushmore is those two, and then, um, Robin Hood. Yeah, and probably Peter Pan. Nice. What is the one you just said recently though? Jungle Book. Yeah, that, that Hunter One Dalmatians. Jungle Book would be up there. Pocahontas, Aladdin. Yeah, mine would be Lion King, Aladdin, Jungle Book. Jeez, I was a big fan of Hunter One Dalmatians. Really loved it. Robin Hood was pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw that. To be honest with you, with the uh, Robin Hood's a little fox. Yeah, I don't. I never saw it. It's good. Huh. Uh, some more '94 stuff. If he times it right, befriends Jeff Bezos. He could be a partner in Amazon. <laughs> Bezos founds Amazon 94. Do you ever think you like to put yourself? I like to do this. I like to try to put myself in the situation and envision myself sitting there as this person as they're like founding something that's going to change history. I, and this is why I'm not a multimillionaire entrepreneur. I don't know what's next. Yeah. Like, in 1994, no one could fathom that Amazon was going to become Amazon. It was just books. So, like, what's the company that's starting now that's going to change our life in 10 years? We just don't even know it yet. No, it's probably super smart, techie people, like, on the coast or something. And maybe it could be people in the Midwest, but they're, like, they know how to study trends of technology and see where something is going. Like, I could not have fathomed, uh, you know, the I- the iPod before it came out and then it came out and changed our lives. Same with the yeah. iPhone. Steve Jobs, if you haven't read his biography by Walter Isaacson, you should. He followed Steve around. Steve gave him unbelievable access right towards the end of his life. But uh, one of the things in the book, Steve Jobs did not believe in focus groups. He didn't believe in them. He didn't mm-hmm. He didn't use them. Every company seems to use focus groups. Mm-hmm. And he said, why would I ask customers what they want? Because I'm going to invent things they don't even know they want them yet. Yeah, crazy. So why would I ask them? That's and like a different mind, man, than we have. Yeah, and he was right. He invented things that people didn't even know they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good on them. Bezos is uh, a lot of. You hear a lot of bad things about him. You hear a lot of bad things about all rich people, but his ex-wife. <laughs> what a decision! Has donated billions of dollars yeah she just donates everything it seems like good on her and how do i get a piece of that (laughs) um here's one that's a bummer i'm sure bummed you out maybe more than it bummed me out although at the time i was big into it mlb player strike no no world series eventually cancel it only canceled world series ever you know who was okay so who are we thinking here 94 that had been braves were really good uh actually the expos we're going to win their first and only division title, and then the With season. Pedro, Daryl Strawberry, would he have been there too? And Pedro, mm, Doc Gooden, no, Kip, Tim Raines, probably Doc Gooden. These were Mets. Oh my gosh, what am I thinking? Strawberry and Gooden were Mets. I'm an idiot. Um, the Expos were in first place. Matt Williams was on pace to break the home run record, and Tony Gwynn was hovering at like three ninety something average. Yep, I remember that. But this is why this is why baseball players have such great contracts because their union has been willing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, when Tony Gwynn is close to doing something no one had done since 1941 and still hasn't done, Matt Williams was close to breaking Maris's record. The Expos had were finally going to make the playoffs, and yet players said, "You know, I'm willing to go on strike not only for us but for future generations of players." And, and that, the Expos maybe don't die. Maybe they don't die. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they win that World Series. Yeah. Um, it did help the Braves win 14 straight division titles because that there was no division champion that yep. year. Um, but as much as it sucks that we missed a, a World Series, I blame the owners for sure, in my opinion. And uh, good on them for having the backbone that other sports unions don't yeah. and uh, getting future players great contracts. Yep. Uh, how about... Uh Tim Berners-Lee. Inventing the internet. Inventing the World Wide Web. That's right. In 94. 94, like mid-90s. Were Are like, you sure that was 94? Yeah. I feel like the internet 
computer to computer networks were already happening in the eighties. That's what it said. Okay. Worldwide I'll web. Take your maybe, word for maybe, it. maybe maybe worldwide web is something different. Could be. And also like uh, so, you know, he's traveling back in time, seeing crazy stuff. How about for the first time in forty years, he could have watched Newt Gingrich lead the Republican Revolution, as they call it, where both the House and the Senate were majority Republican for the first time in forty years. Yeah. Some would say, let's do that again. Right they, now. They had it and I know Trump's first term and could, couldn't keep any of it, nope. actually. It's a bummer. Newt Gingrich. So crazy that was ninety four because wasn't it not that long ago he was trying to run for president now? No, Newt Gingrich, I think, last tried to run for president in the early two thousands. Okay. He's maybe it, was, a, it was probably around when Obama was going, maybe. Could have been. Which just was so long ago, but doesn't seem very long ago. The nineties was like the last time we had any semblance of fiscal responsibility. You had Republicans in Congress and a Democrat, Bill Clinton, that met in the middle, compromised. Clinton was actually a good president. Compromised. Yeah. And we actually started paying down the deficit. Yep. And if you listen to people like Paul O'Neill and people that were in the government at that time, they said there was, on both sides, a desire to have fiscal responsibility and we got a deal done. And like now neither side is willing to do anything that could even potentially make the other side look good in any way, again? shape or form. What's that? Do you think it ever happens again there where we can find common ground? I don't, uh, see, I don't, I don't know if it's possible. I think part of what's stopping us is cable news networks, cable news networks, social media. They profit off of keeping you absolutely enraged. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're angry there, you're watching. Yep. And the angrier people get, the more divided they are, and the more that you believe the other side is the absolute enemy, the less likely we're ever going to get anything done. Because in America, you always like compromise is what's great about democracy. It's how stuff gets done. And lately, it's like the only way any party can get much of anything accomplished is to win like both the House and the Senate and the White House, and like that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we might not see it in our lifetime, or maybe. Jesus comes back and everything ends, but I I'd like to think there's a day when some well there, like there is one person who has what it takes to galvanize this country. We haven't been debt free since the 1830s. That was the only time in American history we had no debt. To think about. Yeah, well, the early founding fathers were, you know, that the debt racked up by the Revolutionary War freaked them out, and they paid it down to the 1830s. But mm-hmm. war is expensive. <laughs> I mean, we had to spend big to win World War II, and that was a war we could not afford to lose, right? We'd go in more debt for for Vietnam. Um, Reagan exploded the debt. Mm -hmm. You know, he was going to try to spend the Soviets into oblivion in the Cold War, um, which we did, you know, win the Cold War, but the debt under Reagan exploded, like, big time. So, And then, like I said, in the 90s, we had a brief, like, four- to five-year period where we were actually paying down the deficit and then 9-11 happened and it's just been <sighs> hopefully there'll be someday when it's better this is why you need jesus in your life because it's always good baby 1994 sony officially releases the playstation, PlayStation in japan first. changed our lives yep and i got my first one i think 97 or 8 i can't remember what it was when i got that playstation from my grandma discontinued in 2006 so it took that long to get us the playstation 2 no, the PlayStation One kept going. Okay, so and then maybe because of, then we were maybe getting the PS3 by then, and so it's decided no more original. Well, there's PlayStation, and then there's PS One. Do you remember the difference? I think I had PS One. PS One was the little white one. Okay, I had the one before that, original. the gray one. Yep, the that's gr- PlayStation, the, where the top popped up and you actually yep. set the seat. That's exactly that. PS One was the same. Okay, but like PS One was smaller, and so we had a PlayStation. And then at some point, I bought a PS1, and mine had – I even bought the attached flip-up screen with speakers on it. Oh. We could take it in the car. Ooh. And uh, me and my friend on a road trip for spring break one time played an entire March Madness 99 tournament in the backseat of the car. so fun. It was pretty cool to have the little pop-up screen with it and everything. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, last thing I have written down for 94, there's so many things that happened, but 
was the initial release of Netscape Navigator. Which is the browser I use the most in school. Yep. And then AOL, with along because of Netscape Navigator, AOL offers gateway to the World Wide Web. I don't I was never an AOL guy. Like the same. Get the CDs and stuff. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand how it worked. No, we never did that, but we were a gateway family. Oh, you had the gateway with the cow yeah. the cow yeah, box. Sioux City had a massive gateway plant. Really? My aunt worked there for many years. The building is still there and it still has like the cow stuff on it now there's just like a random like used computer shop and other stuff like that's inside the building that are doing their businesses but it, you see it it is i mean it employed like probably a thousand people in really? some city or more it's massive but that was a big deal back then when computers that was like one of the headquarters i think it might have been the gateway headquarter was sioux city it was crazy they were a huge employer of people there and it paid really good my aunt and uncle had a gateway yeah that was our yeah. first one we got we had a hewlett packard that was ours. Yep. So that was the 90s was just the beginning of like renaissance of technology that would completely change the world. Mm-hmm. And we were we did, were just outside playing in the dirt. And we didn't know what was coming. Did you remember having a computer room in your house? We didn't have a room. Do your parents still have a computer? They don't have a computer? Nope. The computer, oh, it's different. It's in a different spot now. But it was just, it was right in the corner of our dining room. So it's basically like. Right in the corner of the living room and dining room, both kind of. And we had like one of those big desks pushed in there that it sat on. And then the, the keyboard the, would the slide keyboard out. The keyboard slide in and out. And yeah. Yep. Had we, like a notepad with a bajillion different passwords on it stuffed <laughs> into one of the drawers. We had a key. We had a we had a computer room. Um, we called it the office. But um, I remember like getting home and sometimes like trying to rush to get on the computer before my brothers. Um, do, you, do you have some favorite computer games from the 90s? Uh, did you have? Did you ever put floppy disks? Huge in? fan, yeah, but a huge fan of anything on Candy Stand. Oh, Candy Stand was awesome, but I'm talking like th- that's an internet oh, based thing. I know, I know. Um, what was this? What was the downhill skiing game where you had to avoid the abominable snowman? Yeah, that was like a built in game on Microsoft. It was one of my favorite yep. games of all time to play. Down, I loved it. So I think much. It was, I don't remember what it was called. Like, was it called Ski Dude? I don't remember. Okay, but it was I know that. what you mean though. I learned how to play Spider Solitaire and loved it. Okay, yep. Free sale, regular solitaire. You did not, not you not did not sale. know how to play Minesweeper. Uh, Minesweeper. You didn't know how to play it though. We yeah. explained free it like sale, two weeks I ago. I did know how to play Minesweeper. I did not. I I I played a lot of cards. I think that's why I love cards now. I, I used I to loved them then. know how to play free sale, but I don't anymore. Yeah. But I get, I remember playing it back then. Um so my favorite computer games, I had um I had a Simpsons game where this is all like CD ROM. Chips challenge. I Chips Challenge was good. I had a, C- a Simpsons game where you went around Springfield and um, like explored stuff, and you were trying to solve. Oh, some I remember mystery. that game. Yeah, and then I had a Goosebumps Escape from Horrorland, two discs, and I remember like begging my mom for it. I got it for maybe a birthday gift or something, and it taking like a day or two to like get it onto the computer. I remember my mom picked me up from Little League practice. I'm like, is it on the computer yet? And she's like, it's on there. You can play it when we get home. <laughs> it was such a fun game. Nice. We had an F1 racing game we really liked. Uh, SimCity? We, we played SimCity a lot. Yeah. I miss it. And Picture Perfect Golf, this really oh, fun yes. golf game. I remember that. Yeah. I think those are – oh, we also played um, Wolfenstein. Remember Wolfenstein? Yeah. We had Wolfenstein 3D and um, Doom 2. Doom was – incredible doom was like a little a little bit scary yeah honestly i love doom though that was a good time it was like really violent for the for the time period i was also a big fan of odell lake what is that do you remember the fishing game it was like the big one that came out that everyone played after at least in alta after uh, oregon trail no i don't remember that at all lake it was awesome you caught fish that was a fun pod i enjoyed doing it next time we're gonna rank our favorite cuts of beef, so get ready. Oh, I thought that we were doing it this time. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not prepared. We're over an hour. We're not going to do it this time. We're going to do it next time, and I want to go to the farm before official snowpocalypse sets in. Yeah, you probably should get out there. I hope you enjoy your next with. couple of days. When people hear this, they're going to know that we just had a rough few days of winter weather. But it just makes you tougher. You survive. There you go. All right, people. Well, I love you taking the time to listen. Uh, if you would like to pay us, 
to be if you want to sponsor individual episodes yourself, we'll shout you out in your business. Anything that can help you out. If you want us to just talk about how awesome you are to everybody, then just throw some kiash our way. Yeah, you guys can have the next. uh, Throw some cheddar. The next episode. Yep. So, all right, check us out. Spotify, Apple, you know all the places to listen. A lot of fun stuff. Social media. Uh, listen to my pod on Iowa everywhere and be looking for Burke and I um, by the end of March on doing a live pod on Fox Sports 1. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Love all you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay safe out there. Hot, hot. How dare you. <laughs>